listening to the TLC Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, Tyler, Landon, and Caleb. Not going to be on this episode. <laughs> yeah. We're going to kick you off for hating margaritas, even though you've only ever had one. <laughs> Do a TLCFP night at Camacho's. I'm guessing the little margarita in a can things don't work. No. God, dude. Those, Did you those. have a Cayman Jack? No, 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 no. My first, my only margarita was an actual margarita. Where was it at? A Mexican restaurant. In KC? Uh, in Seneca, Kansas. Yeah, that's that's exactly why your margarita did not taste good. You got it in Seneca, Kansas. <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, we're quite all right. Chiefs got Melvin Ingram for six. Then they traded LDT away for somebody named Dan um, Brown. Dan Brown. He's a tight end. He's only ever Jets. had 12 snaps in his career. All right. Uh, on offense, but he is a special team, special of all teamers. I, I guess that makes enough sense with Jody out. Sure, I and guess. it saves $1.3 million in cap space, which we'll do nothing with. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, sure. I mean, I guess it's not bad. Very neutral trade. <laughs> I mean, LDG was worthless to us at this point. And well, yeah, that's what you're saying. Like, like, it's 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 a complete nothing of a trade. I mean, if LDG was traded for a seventh, we won. Right. I mean, like it helps the Jets because he's a decent guard. Yeah. Um, and I was gonna say and anything in their line. To, but... He deserved to go somewhere and play. That was oh, definitely. Sure. That was definitely. Uh, uh, we respect you, so we're gonna get you a team trade. <laughs> yeah. No, that's definitely what it felt like. I. I, I mean, it's fine. It's neutral. It's very. They definitely just like the Jets called up and were like, "Hey, I heard LDT is available." Um, I hope you're not asking for too much because we're interested, but not trying to break the bank. And Andy Reid's like, well, we only have two tight ends. What about that Dan Brown kid? <laughs> we got three now. Blake Bell's back. Yeah, that's true. You got, you got, so they'll be back up to four. Dan he Brown. Dropped basically, he dropped that pass. Blake Bell's basically yes. a right tackle. <laughs> Who can't Slash walk. Backup, backup quarterback on, on sneaks. <laughs> He's an athletic right tackle. That's what it feels like a little bit for him because he has the hands of a right tackle. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's an okay trade. It's it's not interesting. Not compared to the one. Uh, Chiefs, they get Melvin Ingram for the sixth. What do you guys think of that? Beautiful. Great value for that. I mean, for six, Melvin Ingram... He hasn't done much this season, but I mean, no, he's done nothing this put, year. Put that man in the right system. We've seen what he can do. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's this is a terrible system, is. though. So I'm not that excited. I wouldn't even say <laughs> that. If, not, if nothing else, it is a almost guarantee that Chris Jones is moving back inside full time, which he was. Oh, they were already starting better. to do. They were yeah. already bailing on the experiment mostly, but now that seems to fully solidify he's a tackle. Well, that's exactly what I was going to say. I mean, um, it, he was playing in a he so he came to Casey, was here, decided to go to Pittsburgh because they guaranteed him a starting spot. Like an gets idiot. to Pittsburgh. They he plays hundred percent of the snaps <laughs> on game one 
And then he now he averages well too. Uh, 62% of snaps through however many, you know, eight games or nine games, however many we're through now. He's not uh, even played in the last five. He's only, it, he only played the first five games. Yeah. Or the last however many, three or whatever that is. Right. So yeah, he hasn't even played the last few games. He hasn't even played. So he's got what? 10 tackles, one sack, one sack in five and I think games. Half a tackle for loss. So I can't discredit him that he, he didn't get long enough to play in that system as well. He was playing out of position. They had him at outside linebacker and he was behind TJ Watt and Hickson. Is that right? Hutchison. One of the two. Um, um, Pittsburgh. A, a, good, a good Pittsburgh front. I mean, it, easily a good Pittsburgh outside linebackers. Now he was the number two to both sides, but he was a stand-up guy off the line. They dropped him into coverage. That's not what Melvin Ingram does. He's he's a no. hand down, get through the guy. And this is 100% going to force Chris Jones back inside. Right now he's kind of in limbo doing 50-50 uh, is what we saw last night. Um, during that's, the Giants game. That's some Justin was, Houston covering Antonio Brown shit. Yeah, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> so Eric Eager um, had had the snap count. I'm trying to find it. Um, it was it was over. It I was just, just over 200. Uh, I mean, I mean, for uh, is sorry, it like 206 Jones? Oh, sorry. Uh, at, no, 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 you're good. I said that with so little context. Um, <laughs> um, no, just read my mind, Tyler. Come on. It's not that hard. Uh, okay, here it is. Um, last night, Chris Jones had 14 snaps on the outside to 28 on the inside. So about the two-thirds. And he did release that he tore a ligament in his wrist. So going back inside is going to help him a little bit more because he won't have to hand fight as much. Right. Yeah, I, I, uh, I really like that trade. I mean, you're not giving up much for a guy that, you know, Hasn't done much this I mean, season. The ceiling, the ceiling is much higher than most of the guys that we have at the end right now. Um, That's I think exactly. It, I think it's even higher than Frank Clark. Um, and we've seen what Frank Clark can do. But Melvin Ingram, he's he's a different breed. I wouldn't say the ceiling's higher. Not at the age that he's not at. anymore. If this was like five years ago, four years ago, then not even that long ago, really, like three maybe. Then yeah, I'd be like, yeah, Melvin Ingram, you know has top five pass rusher in the league potential, at least at the edge. No, I would argue not, not so much. Uh, and neither does Frank Clark right now, though. Uh, Frank Clark has genuinely been playing much better. The last he few has games. been playing better. Uh, well, like I covered uh, last week, I mean, his, his quarterback or his pressure percentage is getting much higher. It's getting a lot closer to that last year in Seattle. Um now I, he knows he's probably getting ready to be cut and, and he's got some legal issues. So he wants to, try and make sure that he looks good. Um, but, I mean, you, you you never know either that he also had those nagging illnesses. Yep. If right. we could just get the potential that we should be getting out of this defensive line, I mean, we're lining up. We're, we're going to be lining up. Chris Jones and Jaron Reed on the inside. Grab that potential already. You have one of the top ten D-lines in the NFL. I don't care who your DNs are. But now we got Frank Clark and Melvin Ingram uh, slap Mike Dana in there on some downs. This this D-line should be no less than a top five D-line or it's a failure. Well, we said that coming uh, into the year, though, with the addition of Jaron Reed, Chris Jones. You had yes, Frank Clark, we, we did you say that. Derek Nottie. It, I think it stands true because the talent didn't change. It's it's the scheme. It's the it's the will to 
to play. Uh, it's, I mean, it's a number of things. The talent, yeah, and the talent Chris, didn't change. No, and Chris Jones has looked like a freakish human being at defensive tackle in the limited snaps he's gotten last, there this he, year. He, he looked, he looked good really against good. New York. Yeah, I was really good against New York. I'll say he this looked about, against the Titans when he was on the inside. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. bad. He looked a lot better. I'll say this about uh, bringing in Melvin Ingram. Uh, you guys talked about him potentially being, you know, three, four years ago, a top five uh, guy. You know, in three three years ago, it was 2018, um, he's, he only had seven sacks. Uh, he had like 43, 50-some-odd total tackles. Like – his best year ever, he had 10 and a half sacks with 50 to 70. I was like, yeah, I, I'm bad at math. So somewhere around in there, about 55 to 60 tackles total with, you know, a couple like 25 QB hits. That was like his best year. So he's never going to be a top five guy. But what he That's brings fair. what he brings to the team is he like what Chris Jones doesn't. He's going to be or what Okafor doesn't and what. Mike Dana doesn't is he he brings that edge pressure. He's going to be able to seal off the the sides, make sure that it's contained, something that we completely missed when we played oh, yeah. the Ravens. And he's Man, going to be able to Lamar. force plays to go back inside. And that's when Chris Jones gets so effective mm-hmm. is when the plays get broken up outside. So they have to get forced inside, which is why Chris Jones is so good because Against he's able the- to just clean up in the middle. Against the Baltimore Ravens, and uh, you could probably even say this about the Bills a little bit, those quarterbacks can literally do whatever they want with their pocket. And it's nobody stopping them on that D-line. Unless Chris Jones gets an incredible push up the middle and just destroys the the, uh, offensive line, Josh Allen and uh, Lamar Jackson, probably even Jalen Hurts a little bit. uh, Baker Mayfield just doesn't have the talent. Baker Mayfield even could just do whatever he wants behind his O-line. And that's what uh, we're really worried about going into this next game for the Chiefs, which we'll talk about in a uh, in a future episode uh, coming up soon. This is just mostly a news uh, show we got going here for you today. But I think that's a big thing, like going up against now Aaron Rodgers, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, has been one of the best quarterbacks in the league for years, uh, is incredible both inside and out of the pocket. Yep. You need to get pressure to that guy. And I'll you got to get you know, him. He has, he has the Mahomesian thing of even when you get pressure, he can escape. He can be mobile. He can make incredible throws on the run. Just getting pressure to him isn't going to beat him, but it certainly helps if you can get pressure yeah. with your D line. Uh, and hopefully Melvin Ingram plays. Will he? I don't know. Uh, it's a lot. Now, there's some complicated things. It's different than running routes like Josh Gordon, though. You can just say to Melvin Ingram, hey, go play DN and just beat your tackle, you know, yeah. um, as opposed to trying to like run plays and run routes with everybody else. Yep. Uh, so I assume he'll play a little bit, at least in that regard of just some, Hey, just go play, just go play edge and just go rush the passer. Like, you know how to, but that just an edge rusher, Melvin Ingram is not going to fix Dan Sorensen or fix Ben Neiman <laughs> or fix no. Hitchens in coverage or, or fix the corners or whatever. But uh, if you can get a pass rush, it can at least kind of putty over some of those cracks a little yep. bit. It can help. It can help a lot if and when it's effective. A pass so, rush makes a secondary look phenomenal. 
Or at least better. It It can make it look way better. It can it can make your defense go from the 32nd defense to the 27th, even the 21st defense, as long as you have a good pass rush. But seeing that we so we brought in Melvin Ingram, a little bit older. We've only got him on a deal for the rest of the year, not the extension into next year. Um, And then we saw uh, a young guy, Charles Omanyehu, going to the San Francisco 49ers. And I don't think it took a whole lot. I, I don't remember seeing the compensation of what it took. Um, but what do you guys think about seeing that? Uh, would you guys have, would have rather have had that situation, had him around for a few more years? Obviously we'd have to manipulate the cap in some sort of way. There's no way we would have been able to make it work where we're at, even with the LDD trade, but Right. Yeah. Part of me wouldn't have minded that because obviously if he hits, well, then you have, you know, a young player that you could potentially have for, for years to come on your team. That's, that's good. Whereas Melvin Ingram, even if he is good, he, you know, he's been in the league since 2012. Uh, he, he, you know, he doesn't have probably a ton longer, especially at a super high level left. Um, not that he couldn't be good, but so in that regard, yeah, I think the young guy would have been interesting, but I, I, I don't, Melvin Ingram is still a proven commodity, even if, you know, now there's starting to be more questions about, well, can he, can he still perform at that level? Yes, maybe not. Um, So we'll see, but I I don't mind what the chiefs ended up doing. For me, I don't think the need was a young guy. I think we needed somebody with some experience to come in, try to turn this ship around. Uh, Melvin Ingram feels a lot like the uh, Terrell Suggs rental. Um, And a little bit more upside, I would say, I think that's yes, for sure. Because I mean, Melvin Ingram is at 38 years old, right. um, but I, I, I think this is, I think a rental at the end was exactly what we were looking for. Um, yeah, we said I, just a think, couple shows ago that that was what we thought was the most important. So uh, pickup for the chiefs. I don't think there really was, it didn't make a whole lot of sense to make a play at like a young guy that you want to keep around for a long time. Obviously. Yeah, that's great. But we need a piece that we know is going to work out right now. Yeah, I think I think that's really fair. Now we talked about those two DNs, those two edge rushers, if you will, that uh, were dealt. There was one edge rusher dealt near the deadline that is a little bit bigger name uh, and a little more potentially impactful than either of those guys. That was Von Miller getting traded from Denver to the LA Rams. One guy who had been rumored to be a chief at the beginning of this season before he got franchise tagged. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, Second third round (coughs) pick in next year's draft uh, going from LA to Denver. Uh, So that's a big move. LA, they are going all the way in on this. It's a good play for the Broncos Uh, stack up, get some draft picks. Yeah. Come back stronger next year. You're rarely going to see a four and four team mail it in. Yes. By, by trading but, arguably the best defensive player and a legacy defensive player. It is good that they have some self-awareness. I was going to say, because yeah. they are much like, worse than the four and four that they're yes, that, no, I mean, if we're, if, yes. if we're comparing the Chiefs versus the Broncos and self-awareness, they're winning that battle. Because <laughs> we have zero. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Well, hey, at least they got Ingram. At least they were self-aware enough to know Chris Jones needed to, to move off the end. Yeah. So at least after we're eight weeks. you're getting better. After eight yes. weeks. Yeah, that's yeah, true. fair, but that is fair. Um, so there's one more guy that was linked with the Chiefs. Obviously, that Von Miller already to 
an incredible Rams team just made them even better. Um, Darren Donald and Von Miller on the same line now. It's ridiculous. Yeah. The the only question is is oh and don't forget Jalen Ramsey is in, still oh, in yeah. that defense as well like and, it's disgusting, um, but I think he's only on the he's he's obviously got the one year on the contract. Do you think that Von Miller s- decides to stay in L.A. win win the Super Bowl or lose the Super Bowl? Do you? Cause like he's, he's a Midwest guy. Like I think he's from mm-hmm. Texas, but he's yeah. loved the Midwest. He's got family in Colorado, but obviously Denver's not going to take him back because they dealt him and he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to go back to Denver. Do you see him ending somewhere up in the Midwest? Say maybe it's with the Chicago bears, maybe it's with Kansas city or maybe somewhere in Texas back home. I think it wholeheartedly depends on who's willing to pay him more because he's still a guy that let me let me check what his unless do you think he's do you think he's maybe potentially ring chasing and he'll take a lesser deal because i don't know if it was necessarily he was talking about coming to the chiefs i don't know if it was necessarily money that he was after i think it's potentially that guy just wants to make sure that he gets in the record book a few more times before he has to haul it in yeah, I think that could be true. I definitely think you could see Von Miller ring chase a little bit. Obviously, he does have the one uh, back in 2015, Peyton Manning's last year. So he does have one. I definitely could see that near the end if, here if he if tries I'm, to tries to head hunt a little bit. If I'm taking a guess, I think this ends up a lot like the Jordy Nelson thing. Uh, Small town guy was in Green Bay for his whole career, went to Oakland and finished out his last two seasons, two, three seasons there. I can I see him in I, I think he retires a Ram. Well, he probably signs a one-day contract with the Broncos, but I think he yeah. finishes out a couple years, two to three years with the Rams. See, I, I think on one hand you could be right, but he's still, like, he's still Jordy got Nelson a lot of... undeniably fell oh, yeah. off. Despite having an incredible career, he definitely he's was definitely not the same guy. He's definitely got some yet. in the tank, but – where Von I, I Miller just, already has four and a half sacks, nineteen total tackles. In, I just I don't I don't games. see him going past the next three seasons. I, and I think that could be fair. He has been in the league since twenty eleven. You know, this is his eleventh year now. Um, I I definitely you know time uh, catches up to everybody uh, except Tom Brady. He is only thirty two. Like he's the same age as we've seen. Obviously, NFL careers going a little bit longer, but yeah, I mean. If you're taking care of your body, especially the way that he has, he's only had the one major injury, and that was last year, two mm-hmm. years ago. Uh, yep. It was the ACL yeah. tear, I believe it was. It was the ACL, MCL. Yep. Like that guy's taking but, incredible care of his body. I and obviously he seems to have lost a little bit of a step, but he's still starting in the league at 32 and going to go to the Rams and be a starter there. Like he's still got very some incredible guys. Yeah, he's going to be able to start and play. Uh, maybe not f- the next five years, but I could see yeah. him play at a high level for two to three and then take a backseat role for year four, year five. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I know. Can, I just don't, I don't, I don't see Von Miller being one of those guys. that just goes to 36, 37, 38. I just don't see that. For him. That's, that's fair. I, I could see it either way. Depends think, on what his accomplish, what he wants to do before his career yeah, is over. Obviously, right. this is just me predicting Von Miller what he wants to do with his life. <laughs> I, I mean, which we're all so informed to do. Yes. <laughs> um, I I think Miller. If I had to bet, I would bet he does not. 
play for the Rams next year, partly because they are very star heavy already. And they're going to have to pay a lot of those guys. And I, and obviously maybe, he, maybe you're right, Tyler. And I could definitely see that maybe he does take a little bit less to try to win a couple, a couple chips at the end could happen for sure. But I could also see if someone does throw the bag at him, whether that's the bears or maybe the chiefs, he could return to Dallas. He's like I said, he's, he's yeah. from Texas. He's from DeSoto, Texas. Who, who knows? Maybe he wants to return back to Jerry world. Um, they obviously just got rid of Jalen who we'll cover here in, in a little bit, but you know, they've, they need some linebacker help and Jerry's not afraid to, to spend out some cash if he needs to. Yeah. That would make a lot of sense as well. Yeah. Dallas, that definitely could be the case. Uh, go back to Texas, play some ball there. That can make sense for sure. I, I think <laughs> at least say before the end of his career, he'll play for at least one more team. Oh, for sure. Other than the Rams. I would agree. One more. Um, There's one more person that was linked with KC before the day ended uh, and can still be because he has yet to be claimed off waivers. He just hit the waivers. That's Deshaun Jackson. I don't believe that it would be a good move, but Deshaun Jackson was cut by the LA Rams today. This uh, early this afternoon, as soon as the uh, waiver or the uh, trade deadline closed, I'm assuming it's because they've got the one or two receivers coming off of injury. uh, And then they've got, um, somebody else coming off of IR. So they've got like two or three guys coming back plus some young guys, uh, not really any room for DJX. I don't think that he would be good to fit in this team. One, we already have way too many receivers in the receiver room. Number two, he's just like, that's not the, the, like we've already got Tyreek Hill. We've already got McCole Hardman. We don't need that type of receiver. I agree. They definitely don't. Uh, and Deshaun Jackson, if you want to talk about guys that have lost a step, uh, Deshaun Jackson definitely fits in that category as of late. Although he's still faster than most people out on the field, yeah. which is yes. wild. Yes. I would say I would be very interested because he played with Andy Reid for years in Philly. Um, now you're right. Like McCole Hardman and Tyreek Hill, you know, basically – in between those guys, their skill set is Deshaun Jackson, um, leaning toward Tyree Kill, certainly. Right. Um, but as far as play style, um, I would be really intrigued. Even though we do have guys like that, I would sign me up. Why not? They need someone. Josh Gordon has been not on the field slash ineffective so far. Uh, I don't know he did play a lot fault. against the Giants, but did nothing. No, it's not his fault. I don't know if um, that's his fault. No, and I mean, that's somewhat fair. But I mean, Pat still dropped back to throw like 40 sometimes. I don't think Gordon caught one. I don't. I don't think Deshaun Jackson would be a great fit for Kansas City. But I don't think they, he would be an incredible if, fit either. But if they did go that route, and decided to pick up Sean. One place where I definitely would want him to be used is on punt return. I, yeah, I think he should honestly, be returning yeah. our punts. Yeah, and, that would be great. I mean, and let McColl focus on being his his wide receiver to self. Uh, we just saw a good game out of him. Um, but give him the punt return snaps, uh, kickoff return snaps. I mean, you can leave those with uh, whoever you want, really. But I think punt return definitely should go to Deshaun if they go that route. Deshaun probably, I don't think it's much. I, I, I probably gets less snaps than Josh Gordon if we pick him up at wide receiver. So Yeah, that's almost certainly true as well, I would argue. But also, would you really hate seeing Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Josh Gordon, Deshaun Jackson – 
and McCall Hardman. It looks cool on social media. That's about yeah, it. I mean, That's yeah, the only yeah, the, place the ES, that it looks cool. The ESPN, <laughs> uh, like, you know, five wide graph. Everybody will be, be awesome. like, oh, Mahomes needs help, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's Sean Jackson. He's probably playing like 6% of the snaps. Yeah, right. he, he gets like 10 snaps a game, maybe. <laughs> Will not be out there. There were um, some acquisitions that did not have to do with trades. Number one, how do you guys feel about the Tennessee Titans picking up Adrian Peterson, knowing that Derrick Henry, that if not sidelined for the – if, it, you know – potentially only sidelined until the playoffs or could be a full season ending injury with the Johnson's fracture. That has me excited because I have not seen AP on a good running team for a long time. I love <laughs> AP's, AP's not been bad. AP's he's not boy. been bad ever. No, I, no, he's you know, not. it, it it's almost baffling and kind of diminishing to his career to say that he's not been bad. He hasn't gotten the opportunities really since he no. stopped since he being a starter. Uh, and and where was that? You know, he had Minnesota, and then uh, I mean, he's, he's had was it Detroit? He, he's been that? at Detroit. Detroit. He was in New Orleans Arizona. for a second. He was at New Orleans. He was in Arizona. I mean, he's he's jumped around and jumped around, and nobody's really given him that full. I hope they disclosure that he needs at thirty. <clears throat> What is he, 36, 38, 38? 30, something like that? I don't he know. He had a thousand yard old. season in 2018. 2018. He can, he yes. can still Peterson. put up a thousand yard season if somebody would give him a chance at, at 38. Dude, the guy is there a are, cyborg. There are nine weeks left in. in uh, He's 36, by the way. 36. There are nine weeks left in this season. If they hand him the ball like they're handing Derrick Henry the ball, Adrian Peterson can rattle off a thousand yards this season. He could put up a thousand. Give the man the ball 40 Give times him the a game. Ball. AP you can, is you can and see, here's the difference with AP is you can pass him the ball. You can't do that yes. with Derrick. Derrick's not that great of a receiver. No. You just get AD the ball. And he what is he? He turns into AD. It's all day. It doesn't matter. All day. And he doesn't have to shake and bake you with his 90-year-old knees. He's just going to run through you because even though his knees are 90 years old, they're better than Todd Gurley's 120-year-old arthritic knees. And somehow at 27 years old, Todd Gurley is not in the league, but at 36, Adrian Peterson is. I don't know why we didn't think of this, though. When Clyde went down, we should have signed AP. It's not something that we didn't think of. It was something like, oh, we don't have the room for this man. (laughs) Yeah, we're not going to do it because we're the I would have loved why would we do things that would help? I would have loved to see (laughs) AP come in two, three years ago and take over our backfield. And but that just that also isn't the type of team that we were going to build around. We wanted to build around a passing game and and Adrian Peterson wouldn't have gone for that anyways. Probably not. Even in 2019, his second of two years with Washington, he had 898 yards, 4.3 yards carry, only five touchdowns, but still, I mean. What do you have, three, not even, what, 220 carries? uh, 211. That's close. So, yeah, yeah, that's not bad. Now, he had 250 carries in 2018. He had 156 carries last year. Yeah, he's going to end up with about 230 before the end of the season as well. <laughs> yeah, honestly. I mean, the um, average, the average, his last three seasons, if you combine them, his average like yards per rush is over four. 
if you want to talk about one of the greatest running backs in the history, like we're obviously going to talk about Jamal because he had 5.2 yards of carry. We're obviously 5.5 yards of carry. We're going to talk about Eric Dickerson. We're going to, you know, list off the name of the greats. Adrian Peterson needs to be incorporated in that. Oh, he does. Absolutely. He does. Um, He, especially when you factor in the longevity, a hundred percent, like, he had one of the greatest single seasons in NFL history in 2012, over 2000 yards, six yards of carry and 12 touchdowns. I mean, that's about, that's as good as it gets. Like that's as good as it gets. And he had uh, how many, I mean, he had so many thousand yard seasons. He had a 1700 yard season his second year. And he had a thousand yard year when he was 33. Like who, who has a thousand yards rushing at 33 years old? I think Chris Barry Sanders didn't even play that long. Yeah, <laughs> no. I think Chris Johnson almost had a thousand yards, a thousand yards at like thirty-two. He doesn't get enough rep. No, no, he was he really doesn't. good too. But let's think: the only guys that are in that conversation are the greats. Yep, the greats. And Adrian Peterson, absolutely one of those. I'm excited now, to watch it. Super excited. Oh, it's gonna be yeah, it'll be fun. Adrian Peterson I, is is a very fun watch. I hope he's the feature back. I hope they make him what Derek Henry was. Because he could do it. That's gonna be difficult. Because there's a maybe difference not, between but, maybe maybe not 35 carries, but like feed him the ball 20 times a game, please. They oh, need he'll to. want it. He'll want it 20 times a game. For oh, he'll sure. want it. He'll, he'll, want he'll it give it to him. He'll it, want it 60 times a game. You cannot put your, you cannot put <laughs> yeah. your trust in in Ryan Tannehill to throw the ball 30 to 40 times a game. Like that's that's not gonna happen. <laughs> Yeah, it's not so, going to happen. Yeah. No, it's not. Not, not, it's not as close. The closer you get to 40, the the least, uh, the less interesting it gets for you. I, you I know me. the question you're going to ask. I know the question. Did the, did the Titans <laughs> break Derrick Henry? And break? Uh, like, I want to see what he comes back as. Necessarily well, getting a foot everybody was Everybody was talking about the workload. Everybody was talking about the workload and how it was. The, I mean, the people that have had 400 carries – in a season, which he was on pace for, the two uh, those two backs did not last very long. I, I don't know. I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say they broke. I, we'll have to see what he comes back looking like because they, we know guys today, especially the way that they're built, the way that they they train, and the medicine that they can get from the attendees, like he could come back even better just because he was so refreshed and had that much time off. Yeah. And at the same time, he could come back and not be able to run properly because his foot is fused or just didn't set correctly. Like we, we just there's there's too many differences to know until somebody comes back from that injury. We thought Eric Berry would come back better. Eric Berry came back worse and then he didn't come back at all. But then you've got Jamal Charles who are like, dang, he's the fastest dude in the NFL or one of the fastest dudes in the NFL. And he gets 5.5 yards of carry and he tears his ACL. And is like, okay, he's probably done. He comes back and he does another thousand yards the very next season that he comes back. Yeah, it definitely depends. It's, it's a case to case thing. Some guys come back from injury and they're not bad, but not the guy they were. Some guys just can't do it. Some guys come back and they're Adrian Peterson. Although again, that's kind of just an Adrian Peterson thing. Cause Adrian Peterson does Adrian Peterson things. Uh, I don't know if they necessarily, I, I don't know if they broke him. I, I get the argument there though. Obviously like he is in the modern day and age, like uh, the most workhorse back you can have. 
for sure. Uh, so I, I get it from that perspective, possibly. But that's also just wear and tear. It was I, it was going to happen eventually, at least some kind of injury um, that was going to keep him out for a while because you just you play football long enough and you're probably going to get hurt. Uh, somehow, somehow, you got to feel bad for for uh, Nichols, the uh, the the backup to Derrick Henry, though, to be like, oh man, I'm finally going to get my chance now that Derrick Henry's gone, and we bring in legendary Adrian Peterson. Yep, and Deontay Foreman, and Deontay, yeah, and Deontay, <laughs> but he, Deontay's not very good. No, he's probably not taking too many snaps. He's but. he's going to be behind the, his backup. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, uh, well, this was supposed to be a short, and it's a, it's a, a mid. Lot of, there's a lot it's of It's a stuff. mid, I think. I think it's some good stuff, though. A lot of news to, to talk about. Yeah, Nathan Peterman sure. got cut. Did he? And then he got put back on the practice squad. He was in the league? I genuinely Raiders. wasn't aware. Uh, that's true, actually. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's true. He got cut, but then they, they brought him back on the practice squad. He cleared waivers. Fair enough. Uh, hey, more power to you, Nathan Peterman. I hope you play really well in whatever spring football leagues pops. The XFL, the, <laughs> the XFL. Dwayne The Rock Johnson run XFL next year. I hope you do really well in that. I can't wait for um, that. We're going to go to the game in St. Louis. You, you, you know really, what? You want it to be really bad before. I'd be down. I wouldn't hate that. Um, this has been a, a TLC FP production. Uh, I'd call it a show, but it wasn't a full episode. I'd call it a short, but it really was kind of long. So uh, we're just here. That's... It's a production. <laughs> yeah, we're here. We're 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 talking into mics, and you're listening. Uh, I'm Landon Fields. You can find me on Twitter at Fields underscore Lando. I'm Caleb Berlin. You can find me on Twitter at cderlin53. I'm Tyler Savatinaya. You can find me at underscore Swavage underscore. You can find the show on Twitter at TLCFP. Make sure to check us out there as well. Uh, we will come at you with uh, the Chiefs-Giants episode, the recap of whatever that was on Monday night, uh, as well as the rest of NFL talk coming up. This might be separate episodes. We'll see. We'll decide, like, 27 seconds after we stop this episode. So we'll see what you get. <laughs> You'll find uh, out when we find out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if it's a different episode, then that's what we decided. You know how this conversation went. If it's a full episode, that's how it went that way. So, you know, uh, listen and find out. Uh, check us out there. Uh, can't wait to talk. Well, I can't wait. It was the Giants and the Chiefs on Monday night. It was it was a bad game. It was a real bad game. So I can wait a little bit. Uh, but uh, thank you all for listening. We will keep up all season. Again, regardless of how the season goes, we're here all year. So listen to us as much as you'd like. Uh, check us out there. All right. Go Chiefs. 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 Chiefs.